Good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. This is your man, Hezekiah Montgomery, with Man in the Mirror. I am your host tonight. Our co-host is taking a break because I said, <coughs> excuse me, as I said a few weeks ago, <coughs> excuse me, she's in school. So she's just, you know, down and out and just getting some rest. But as they always say, the show must go on. So please forgive me if I have a cough or, you know, I'll be drinking some water. But tonight's show is entitled, Let's Talk Consecration. Again, tonight's show is entitled, Let's Talk Consecration. Since it's a new year, many churches have had a consecration to start the year off. And uh, my church, Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry, under the pastoralship of Pastor Erica Stanley, is we're in consecration right now. So first two days, we start on the first. We're instead of doing 21 days, we are doing the whole month. So please keep us all in prayer. But as always, before we get started, Um, before we get started, um, you can press the number one on your phone if you want to come in and give some comments, or um, you know if you you know have any comments or questions. But as always, let's start off in prayer. Dear, good evening, Heavenly Father. We just thank you, Lord, for today's show, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for uh, dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for rising. Up this morning, I going to sleep last night. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways. Lord, we just ask you, Lord, just to strengthen us and help us become the men and women of God that you want us to be. Lord, things don't continually go our way. Lord, help us just to remember and be still and know that I am God. And I just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for man and America. Continue to bless Michelle as she's in school, Lord. Bless Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry as they're on, um, um, as they're at the church, Lord, for service, Lord. But, you know, we are here doing your will. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, about tonight's show, we will be going in and out, but we will, you know, give you some information. Again, I said it was about consecration um, and, again, about tonight's show. During the month of February, as I said, Pastor Erica Stanley um, asked us at Community Connection Ministries to do our first consecration of the year. And I looked up the word consecration, the action of making or declaring something typically a church sacred, or what we're doing is making ourselves sacred. Yes, we're doing a fast. We're doing a Daniel fast. If I remember, no um, meat or bread. Um, we're keeping it simple, but no meat or bread. So we're doing things like soups, salads. Um, she allowed us to do fish um, for people that take medicine and chicken, but it has to be baked, nothing fried. So when you do a Daniel fast, you're just, you know, and I, I actually read from Daniel chapter 1, and you'll understand what the Daniel fast is. Um, and this is a time for us to consecrate us before the Lord. Was I ready? Was I ready for this? Excuse me. No, no one was. But it's good for us spiritually to turn the plate down. Many people... You know, as my one of my pastors used to say, King Stomach. King King Stomach can really rule. And when you turn that plate down and you consecrate before yourself, consecrate yourself before God, God will honor that. Um, and just eat, you know, turn the plate down and just eat vegetables and juice and beans. In my book, Rediscovering Kai, I talked about fasting. I actually showed someone how to fast. I was incarcerated in a Baltimore detention facility. I truly thank Pastor Erica for bringing it back. Because many times things we do, we do it for that moment. And really, I'll be real, we forget about it. And I've been, and honestly, I've been trying to get back to fasting. When your pastor asks you to do something, you, what you want to do is say, okay, I'm going to do it. We get tied up in our daily lives. And we forget the things that God wants us to do. 
We have our job, we have our families, we have church. Many of us, many of us try to be in church, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But is that truly affecting and affecting, affecting our relationship with God? So, you know, that's what I want to get on tonight. You know, if you're calling in, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com. And just, you know, talk, you know, talk to us, you know, give us your thoughts about fasting and what, you know, what we're all going through. Because it's the thing that when, you know, I've just talked to another friend of mine in another church, they just came off of their consecration. So when you consecrate yourself before God, you're sanctifying yourself. You're saying, God, here I am. And there's a lot of scripture behind everything that we do. And I'm actually going to read um, Daniel chapter 1, and it's titled, in the New International Version, Daniel's Training in Babylon. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand. And along with some of the articles from the temple of God, these are carried. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylon, and put in the and put it in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, Ashpenaz, I'm sorry, chief of the court officials to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family of the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing attitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's state table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Meshiah, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, he named Belteshazzar. To Hananiah, to Hananiah Shadrach, to Meshiah, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel, this is the key verse, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the world's food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. That's the key verse. When he asked, he, wanted, he still wanted to please God. So God had caused the official to show favor, that's verse 9, Daniel chapter 1, verse 9, to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my Lord, the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, from the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with them of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this, and he tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the world food. So the guard took away their choice food, the wine they were to drink, and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king, at the end of the time set by the king to bring them into the service, 
The chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked to them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Meshiel, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter, wisdom and understanding about, about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom, and Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. So we see, um, ladies and gentlemen, that Daniel chose not to defile himself with the wine and the king's food. He chose, he said, look, just feed us vegetables, just feed us vegetables and water, and then test us. This feed is best was in the water. And God honored. God gave him favor because after the vegetables in the water, they, you know, the king, it said the king couldn't find anything wrong with them. And that's biblical. That is scripture. The king talked to them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Ezra. So they entered the king's service. At the end, that was verse 19. At the end of their 10 days, they look healthier. Verse 15, they look healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the world food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. So the Bible tells us, you know, that is like the beginning. If we obey God, if we consecrate, if we give ourselves to God and not defile ourselves, then, you know, we, you know, then when it's time for God to show us something, he will do it. And and um, in Exodus, we'll go back to Exodus because, again, we're talking about consecrating, consecration. And we're talking about, you know, what are we to do to present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God? We have to talk about it. You know, we have a whole... 11 more months to go. We're, well, 11 more months to go. We started off just a new year, new year, new look, new everything. We want to present ourselves as a living sacrifice unto God. In Exodus 12, 15 to 20, in celebration of Passover in a future year, seven days shall y'all not eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away unleavened, symbolic of corruption, out of your house. Whoever eats leavened bread from the first Day you shall hold a solemn and holy assembly. So on the seventh day, there shall be a solemn and holy assembly. No kind of work shall be done in them, save preparation of that which every person must eat. That only man, that only may be done by you. And you shall during the feast of eleven bread. For on this very day have I brought your host out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall you observe this day throughout your generation as an ordinance forever. In the, in the first month of the 14th day of the month of evening, you shall eat unleavened bread and continue until the 21st day of the month of the evening. Seven days, no leaven, symbolic of corruption, shall be found in the houses. Whoever eats what is leavened shall be excluded from the congregation of Israel, whether a stranger or a native-born. You shall eat nothing leavened, and all your dwellings you shall eat unleavened bread during that week. So, you know, as as we're going through, you know, it's not just saying, you know, I, I like what my pastor said, I thought of it, so I had to repent. It's not about losing weight. You know, you're consecrating yourself to God. You're fasting. You're praying. You're talking daily. You're reading your word. We're reading our word. You're reading your word. Um, now, it's hard for me. I'll be honest because me, I'm a coffee drinker. Lord knows I'm honest. I'm a coffee drinker. And, you know, when you don't have that caffeine, when you don't, you know, have that caffeine, when you're, you know, when you have that, when you don't have that caffeine, you get that headache because you're going to withdraw. And honestly, I'm, I'm doing it tonight, but God is good. You know, I am not, you know, going to let the devil have his way. Because when you have that caffeine headache, 
it's like nothing out this world and it hurts. But it's okay because God is good. But we're we're doing you're doing a lot of things. You know, when you want to talk, you know, consecrating consecration. Um, you're you're talk you're talking to God, you're reading your word, you're 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 meditating on it day and night. The, the word says, "I work have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee." You know, when the word is in you, you won't sin. When the word is in you, when you're about to sin, you'll jump and say, "No, I'm not going to do that," um, due to the fact that you know what, you you have to. You have to, I say it again, you have to give your life to God. You have to give yourself. We have to be like the Israelites. We have to, you know, you know, when the um, when the angel of death came through, they put the blood on their posts, on the top post and the both side posts. And that's actually as a sign of the cross. That acts as a sign of the cross. And... Um, I just think, again, I just thank my pastor for reminding me of something that I was taught that I've done, but I got away from. But it's never too late. It's never too late because, you know, it's never, it's never too late. It's not, for, it's not hard for us to repent daily, you know, unto our Father for everything he has done. Um, she actually, our key chapter is actually... Isaiah chapter 40, and I'm going to actually read some of that because Isaiah chapter 40 gives us, a, you know, tells us a lot of what's going on daily in our lives and what we are to do. Isaiah 40 is long, but I'm just going to read some key verses, and I'll start off with verse 1. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill be made low, and rough ground shall become a level, and rugged plain, rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all the people will see together, for the mouth of the Lord has for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, "Cry out!" And I said, "What shall I cry? All people are like grass, and all the faithfulness." All their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. And I highlight that verse because that is saying the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. You know, things come, things go. But God's word, is still true. Um, and it's a, as it goes on, I'll jump down. It says to 17, Before him all the nation are as nothing. They are regarded to him as worthless and less than nothing. With whom then will you compare God? To what images will you liken him? If for an idol... A metalworker casts it for a goldsmith overlays it with gold or fashion silver change for it. A person too poor to a person too poor to present such an offering selects wood that will not rot, and then look for a skilled worker to set up an idol that will not topple. Do you know? Have you not heard? And I've heard this years ago. Has it not been told? For you from the beginning, have you not understood since the earth was founded, he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and his people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to nations and reduces the rulers of the world 
to nothing. And the key verse that I like is the last verse. But those whose hope, which is verse 31, but those who hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And many of us, as we go through life, we are running. And uh, in my book, Rediscovering Kai, which I just rebranded, um, I think I, I said, I wrote a title, Every Which Way But Right. And I was talking to myself. I was talking about myself that growing up, you know, I was always running. And we get tired when we just run. We're not doing what we're supposed to do, but we're just running. But God is telling us if, you know, if we hope in the Lord, those who hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. Our strength will be renewed. Our strength, I'll say that again, our strength, those whose hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. They or we will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. We won't get tired. They will walk and not faint. Again, they will walk and not faint. So when we go through these things, when we're we're going through this fasting, it's our first couple of days, it's going to be hard. But as as we pray, you and I, because we all can do this, I challenge you, you know, you want to do a Daniel fast, look it up on the Internet. It will tell you all the things you cannot eat. Fruits, vegetables, soups, uh, beans, um, no meat. You know, if you want to eat a meat, eat your meat. Um, chicken, bro- uh, chicken broiled or uh, fish broiled, but nothing fried. Because you're, you're giving yourself. And I like that song. I wish I had it, um, and I wanted to play it. I may have it. I may have to upload it into my upload it, but it's called I Give Myself Away, you know, because we all want to give ourselves to God. We all want to give ourselves to God because that's one thing he wants us to do. He really wants us to do, you know, I know. He wants us to give ourselves to him. This is a beautiful song. I was going to play one song, but the Lord just, as I'm talking, the Lord told me about that song. It's called, when we sacrifice food, because that's the hardest thing to do. I love sweets. You know, but I haven't been eating them in the past couple of days. And the first few days are hard. But when we give ourselves away, we're giving ourselves to God. We're sacrificing. Just like the word says, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whomsoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave of himself. And that is one thing that we have to learn how to do. That is something that we have to learn how to do. We're giving ourselves to Christ. We're giving ourselves, you know, to him. You know, where we are doing what the Lord wants us to do. We are doing, you know, what the Lord wants us to do. We are giving ourselves to him. You know, where where when you give yourself like when we meet that special someone, you know, we want to spend so much time with them. And that's how we should be with God. That's how we should be with God because He is that special. He is our daddy, he is our Abba Father, He is that special someone in our life. So when we do um when we do when we are fasting, when we're going through fasting you know, I'm going to give you the key things that um, Pastor gave us because I, I love sharing what other people, you know, on air, what other people have given me. And this sharing helps us all because, you know, we are our brother's keeper. We may not act like it. We may not believe or understand it. But we are our brother's keeper. And, again, when we, when we give ourselves away, we're giving ourselves. 
to Christ. We're giving ourselves to God. We're giving ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We're giving ourselves to do the will of God. You know, fasting breaks you. You know, is, is it easy? No. Is it, imp- is it impossible? Is it possible? Yes. But is it easy? No. In the beginning, it's not. But I always say, um, with God, all things are possible. We can do it if we put our mind to it. And if you make a mistake during your, you know, consecration time, just talk to God. Say, Lord, I'm sorry, and jump back on the wagon. Because this thing is a relationship, a bonding between you and God. So God will know your heart. You know, many people, you know, think as life goes on, I find out the scripture is true. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks in the heart. Just he knows the heart. We're in Proverbs, it says, out of the heart comes the issues of life. You know, we'd be surprised when people do things. I said, many times I'm not surprised. Why? Because the word says, out of the heart comes the issues of life. And so many of those things were already there. We're just surprised that, you know, they made me, you know, they surface. And once they surface, we have issues with that. But a few notes from our supporters before we go on our break. Let me get the information out. I apologize. A few notes from our supporters, Music Instructors for Language Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.mefileinc.org. Another sponsor is the Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on their Facebook page at Curvy Boss Project. Okay, we are now going to have our song that I spoke about that I just uploaded. It's called I Give Myself Away. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can. Come on, let him know. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. What would happen if a generation embraced it? I'm going tell him, here I am, here I am.
Live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and our co-host Michelle Johnson is off you know, taking a break tonight because she's really been working hard. So we are talking, excuse me, let's talk consecration and we are keeping this show live tonight after the show is done. Um, you can download it 15 minutes or so later and listen to it later, tell your friends about it. But we are here talking about consecrating, talking about fasting, talking about praying, um, talking about giving ourselves, and and that's truly what the song was saying, I give myself away. And that was something the Lord just put on my heart to play this evening so we can continue to give ourselves away to God. Um, If you want to call in, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log into www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror and join us in the chat room. I just thank you guys, all those who have been listening, all those who have been supporting. And, you know, I hope, you know, man and mirror has really been teaching you as it has been teaching um, Michelle and I, because it's the ministry that the Lord gave us several years ago. We're working on, we're working on our fourth year, and it's nothing but God. So again, we're working on our fourth year, but you know, God has been in the blessing business with Man in the Mirror, and we thank you guys again. You can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com. Slash four slash man dash and dash the mirror, and we are talking about we're doing let's talk praise right now, so it's a good thing. I mean, I'm sorry, let's talk consecration. We're talking about praise before on um, perpetual praise Friday, but tonight we are talking about consecration, and I actually looked up a verse. Um, because many times people say, well, what about praying and fasting? Mark 9, 29, the boy who had an evil spirit, and this is verse 28 and 29 and 30, and it says, after Jesus had gone into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? They were trying to drive out the spirit. But Jesus answered, this kind cannot come out except by prayer. Going on there from thee, he passed through Galilee, but Jesus did not answer anyone, wanted anyone to know. So, again, that was praying and fasting. Another verse. Uh, Matthew seventeen twenty one. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So sometimes, you know, by praying and fasting, we open up a door, the door of heaven for God to actually bless us because he hears, he hears and sees. Fasting is an action. Prayer is an action. You know, word says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. So praying and fasting, when they go hand in hand, that's the thing I own. Oh, my boy Kai down is doing it now. My boy Kai is doing it. I, I have to bless him. Well, my, my, my daughter Michelle is down there. She is down there. We have to bless her. Oh, and, you know, when the pastor has the whole church praying and fasting, nothing but pray, nothing but good can come from that. And um, our pastor gave us, uh, our pastor Stanley gave us a few things because she was on the show, if you guys remember it. So I'll put her show back up. But um, if you guys are, you know, Erica, Pastor Erica Stanley at Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry, you will definitely be having her on again so you can hear the rest of her story. But she, you know, she gave us some pointers, some bullets. 
she said, we have to intercede, intercede for one another. You know, we have to, you know, as we're praying and fasting, we want to hear from God. You know, you know, when it, you know, then she said, write a vision. Write your vision. You know, if you have a vision, of God, if you have something you want to do, present it to God, writing it down. You know, seek accountability. Talk about seeking accountability from one another. Humble yourself, and we all have to humble ourselves and overcome overcome pride. Um, Got to walk by faith. Is that hard? Yes, it is. We've had shows about faith, but I, you know, none of us are superhuman. None of us are supermen. Is it easy? No. You know, so I'll be the first to tell you it is not easy, but it's not impossible. So we can walk by faith, you know. Make adjustments wherever you need it, you know, when you're fasting and praying, especially during the Daniel fast. Um, uh, we got to repent daily. I like this one because many times, you know, as we're going through life, we're like, okay, I have to repent. Got to repent daily. Trust God. The word says, trust the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct, you know, your path. Um, consecration, again, this is another definition for consecration. Sanctification of something by setting it apart as dedicated to God, a solemn commitment of your life or your time to some cherished purpose, to, to a service or a goal. So many times we commit ourselves to everything. We commit ourselves to a job. We commit ourselves to our family. We commit ourselves to our friend. We commit ourselves to our husband, our wife, our girlfriend, boyfriend. Right now, you're taking time to commit yourself to God. And another thing that will happen is, um, and I looked it up, and I put it out there, we're disciplining ourselves. This type of diet, not a diet, this type of fasting, the Daniel fast, is a discipline. This type of spiritual fervor is a discipline. We're getting the word daily, reading Isaiah chapter 40 every day, you know, talking to God every day. Many times, many people, this is something that they don't do on a daily basis, but we're talking to God on a daily basis every day. We're, we're sanctifying ourselves. We're, you know, Giving ourselves to God. Just like this, I give myself away. When you give yourself away, you're giving everything. Um, we have to pray for each other. You know, when you're, when you're talking consecration, you're talking about praying for people, praying for leaders, the government, your family, your pastors and souls. You know, yeah, we don't like Trump. Yes, I know. We don't like our president. But he still needs prayer. Because he has a soul like the rest of us. We may not like it, but God said, For God so loved the world. If he's in the world, he's the soul that belongs to God. So, you know, play for the government, our family. Parents aren't always right. We're human too. You know, children are always right. They're human. But we're to, to pray for our pastors. The pastors need prayer as well. And pray for the souls, you know, pray for the souls of people that are around you. Pray for the souls of the people that you work with. Pray for, you know, pray because we all need prayer. I pray. I like this bullet. She says she should pray for the hidden ears in your life to be revealed and detox. Place with the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. And I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that because we need to know what the fruit of the Spirit is. It's Galatians 22 and 23. But these are the fruits of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, O Lord. This kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Whoa, self-control is one of those hard areas. Against such things, there is no law. So, you know, pray that God will replace these things that are going on in our life 
with the fruits of the Spirit, you know, because long-suffering. We need to suffer long or long-suffering. We need to know how to suffer long because God suffers long with us, and we need to know how to suffer long for other people. So we, you know, you know, these are just little things that, and I'll be talking more about it as this, as this month goes on. We'll be, you know, we'll be talking, we'll be mentioning fasting, you know, because we have to, we have to. As I said, some things are done by praying and fasting. You know, we got bills, we got family, we got friends, we got all kinds of, you know, people coming on in and out of our lives. So many of these things can't be done with just regular prayer. God wants us to fast. He talked about fasting. He mentioned fasting. If we read the story of Daniel, Daniel didn't want to eat the regular food. He wanted, he nothing wanted but fruits and vegetables because he wanted, you know, God to be proud of him. He wanted God to be proud of him. You know, many times as, as we have our children, our children, you know, want you know want to want their parents to be proud of them, so they will do all kinds of things, you know, do things to say, okay, I want dad to be proud of me or mommy to be proud of me. We do this to God. We want God to look at us and smile. So you know, you know that's why I say when we this show, the Lord gave me this to do this evening because as a as a church, we're doing it, but, you know, we can, as people on air, as people who want to know, we can do it as well. I'm actually going to scan these sheets um, that my pastor gave us and put them on and, you know, put them on so you'll be able to actually understand what praying and fasting is all about because, you know, we need to, you know, join in together. We need to join together because, you know, again, I like that some things can only be done by praying and fasting. Is it easy? No. But is it, is it possible? Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, i got a couple more scriptures I'm going to read because the scriptures are the most important thing that God wants us to do. Um, one thing um, that's mentioned is seeking God for areas of change, growth, and determination of strategy for manifestation. And Psalms 51.10, and I'll read that. Psalms 51.10, which is the Psalm, one of the Psalms of David, you know, when David was repenting. And Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And we all know the, the whiners, you know, did a song with that. All of us who are of age who remember the whiners because you don't have run them now. But it says, create me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. So, you know, David was saying, you know, create in me a pure heart and keep my spirit Steadfast, keep it going. Um, another one is Isaiah fifty-four. Isaiah fifty-four, two and three, and it says, "Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen, uh, strengthen your stakes." For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. And I read that again. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your court. Strengthen your stakes. You, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nation and settled in their desolate cities. So God is truly going to open up doors for us daily. And I'm going to actually highlight that myself because God is truly, you know, going to open up doors. It's just enlarge the place in your tent, 
prepare. Stretch out your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Strengthen your core, strengthen your stakes. Preparation, in other words, prepare. That's what he's saying. Well, you will spread out to the right and to the left. In other words, you're about to be enlarged. Your descendants will be dispossessed nations. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate city. In other words, God is going to prepare places for you, for me, and for us. Another thing, you know, let's all keep our motives and attitudes pure. Are we human right? Yes, we are. Is it going to be hard? Yes, it is. Again, not impossible. As we're going through, we have to keep our motives and whatever we're doing pure. Keep our motives and attitude pure. And then I'm going to, you know, give you what is biblical fasting. You know, that is an error. We got to denial of self or flesh to build up your spirit man. I'll say that again. Denial of self slash flesh to build up your spirit man. And I'll read Mark 8. Because I want you, as you listen to it, read these scriptures looking up. It says Matthew, Mark, Luke. So it's Mark 8. And I'm looking it up. Mark 8, 17 to 29. And it reads as such. Aware of the discussion, Jesus asked them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember when I broke five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many baskets of pieces did you pick up? They answered seven. He said to them, do you still not understand? Then he came to Bethesda, um, Bethesda, and some people brought a blind man in and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes, spit on the spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus said, "Do you see anything?" He looked up and said, I see people. They look like bees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes, then his eyes were open. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home, saying, don't even go into the village. Jesus and his disciples went into the village around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, "Why? who do people say I am? They reply, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, you are the Messiah. So Jesus was saying, you know, he wasn't doing anything for himself. He was always doing stuff for other people. And that was Mark chapter 8, verses 17 to 29. And we have to actually rearrange our priorities, seek God's direction. And and I read that earlier, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean unto thy own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct. Uh, path and she um, they, she added verse 7 which many people don't know, do not be wise in our own eyes fear the Lord and shun evil and that's a good verse because we have to stop being you know many times we think we're right and sometimes you know those people that think they're always right and I always tell people anybody that thinks they're always right is setting yourself up for a big fall because no one is always right. So when you think you're always right, you're setting yourself up for a big fall. 
But um, we are winding down, and I'm just enjoying tonight, you know, being on air talking about, you know, let's talk, let's talking about um, consecration, because we have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice unto the Lord, so we can be holy and acceptable in His sight. We have to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. You know, we have to present, I'll say it again, we have to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. Romans 1, uh, Romans 12, 1. If I urge you, brothers, on account of God's mercy to other bodies as living sacrifice, holy, to present yourself, offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is our spiritual service of worship. So we have to present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. We are a walking testimony. Many times people won't know anything about Christ or how different you are. And I I do got a story to tell you, but I'll wait because as I, you know, I got a story to tell you. I may read some part of my book because, um, that way you could understand many times, you know, people see us when we really don't want them to see us. Your light is shining many times when people, you really don't want your light shining. You may be in a dark area of your life. You don't want to present yourself as a living sacrifice, but that light is shining. That light is shining. Many times you don't want to, we don't want to present ourselves, especially during fasting because we're weak, we're tired. You know, we're talking to God, we're praying to God, but we're asking God, hey, we need help in these areas. You know, all I want is to do is talk to you. But again, we're, you know, we are to present ourselves. And the New International Version says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your proper service. So again, we are to present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. You know, and I'm gonna actually put that verse in the um event page because as we're you know, as we're fasting, as we're talking about fasting, as we're talking about consecrating our lives to God, we have to remember that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, because that's what God wanted us to do. That's what we're supposed to do. And and I just did it. Romans 12, 1. We have to present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God as we're going through this consecration, as we're, you know, as we're turning down a plate, as we're turning down King King's stomach, as we're saying, okay, God, it's me and you, it's, nothing, it's all about you, it's not about me, it's about you. So, again, um, as we're winding down, we have the next few minutes of the show. This show went pretty fast. The show went pretty fast. I just want to first, as we're winding down the past next few minutes of the show, show, I'd like to thank all of you who are listening, all of you who have been listening, all of you who are, you know, passing the show around, telling others about man in the mirror as we talked about consecration and fasting. Please join us. If you want to join us on the consecrating fast, I'm going to put the information and the event page, that way you better look at it, talk about it, and pass information around. We, as, If you have any more questions, um, you can come to the event page and put your questions there. And, you know, you will truly be, be blessed. You guys were a wonderful night. Those, you know, those who listened, those who didn't have time to listen. But, again, it will be out there for you um, on the Internet to listen to, to tell others about it. To prepare yourself, we want you guys to prepare yourself as a living sacrifice. We want yourself, you guys to consecrate yourself this month with us, um, next month if you have to. But take some time to fast. Show God that 
what's really in your heart because it's going to come. As you fast, it's going to come. And I always tell people, as you're reading your scripture, today is uh, February 2nd, read Proverbs chapter 2. Tomorrow, read Proverbs chapter 3. Sunday, read Proverbs chapter 4. Read the Proverbs today because it will guide you. It will give you, you know, when you, when someone foolish, because I love ranch, you know, don't follow a fool in his folly. When someone does something foolish, don't you learn, okay, he's just foolish. I'm not going to give in to that. You know, because Proverbs is full of wisdom. You know, Proverbs is full of wisdom. But, again, you guys have been great. I just thank all of you, again, who have been listening, again, passing, keep Michelle in prayer as she's, you know, in school and just trying to, you know, keep that going. Um, keep our pastor in prayer, Pastor Erica Stanley of Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry. She's a wonderful pastor, and she's just out there helping everybody. And I know she will be back on again. You know, you know, she will, you know, be, we're going to have to get her on because sometime at the end of the year she will be going to Africa to do ministry, which is a great thing. So, again, you guys have been great. You know, we have to keep this consecration thing going. You know, when we say let's talk consecration, let's talk fasting. Let's talk presenting our body as a living sacrifice. Let's talk, you know, it's about, you know, giving ourselves away. And with, with that said, again, you guys have been great. You know, we love you. We actually adore you. And as always, this is Hezekiah Elman coming signing off. And we'll see you at Mirror.